I've been to feel, rather, yeah, I feel that, uh, that watching a good movie at the right time is never wasted time, okay? I hope somebody agrees. Otherwise, when you hear me preach about movies, you're gonna go, oh. um, All right, so one movie that I have loved my whole life is called Rudy. Okay, I see some nods. It's from the 90s. It's a sports movie. Uh, it's about a young man uh, who his only dream is one day playing for the University of Notre Dame. Problem is, he's not the, not the brightest guy in his class, and he was built very small. He's a small fella. And side note, I just want to say that Father Trenta told me before Mass that last night at the Rubber Ducks game, when they were trying to take the win, they played a clip from the movie Rudy to inspire the team. So whether they won or lost, the point is they're looking for inspiration. That doesn't matter, but I thought it was interesting. So anyway, um, I'm sorry to give away some of the plot points, but it speaks to uh, our good word that we're hearing today. So Rudy, Rudy Rudiger, he works, he leaves his hometown, pours out everything, works as hard as he can, prays as hard as he can, looking for inspiration, and he finally gets into the University of Notre Dame. And perhaps through the graces of God, he actually makes it on the team, on the football team, but only as a tackling dummy, just a, a guy to help the all-star players prepare for games. And it comes time for his, for his last game of the last season, of his last year of college, and he's not on the roster. So there's this, there's this wonderful scene. I'm sorry to give the movie away, but just see it anyway. There's this, one, there's this wonderful scene towards the end where the team captain walks into the coach's office and he lays down his jersey on the desk and says, I want Rudy to dress in my place. And the coach thinks he's crazy. He says, you're an all-American and our captain. Act like it. And he says, calmly, you know, I believe I am. And each of the players, one by one, follow him, laying down their jerseys, saying, I want Rudy to dress in my place. So these all-star great players for this superior football team abandon their own pride and their own desire to win in order to lift up the most unexpected and seemingly uh, inferior person because they saw something greater in Rudy than mere appearance or what they had to gain. You know, they saw promise and they saw perseverance and potential and genuineness. So rallying their gifts and their talents around this person, they enter the field with hope and with perseverance and with heart. And yes, they won by a landslide because they played with heart. And I think that, <clears throat> I think the good word that we hear today in the Old Testament reading and in the Gospel can maybe be as simple as having the eyes to see something special in others and loving the Lord in other people, especially unexpected people. The woman that we hear about in this first reading, 
uh, the woman who reached out to this prophet, Elisha, she wasn't a, a person who needed anything from him. She wasn't a poor woman. It says she was a woman of great influence. And as far as we know, she had a wonderful husband, a very nice home. And it said she had the means to build a guest room on the roof of the house. Of course, she did all this, but she just saw something special in this person that she knew was from God. And she never expected any favor from God or anything in return for opening her home and making her home, uh, making part of her home about this person. It was only later on, after she'd offered so much that the prophet asked, you know, what she was hoping for. You know, someone tells me that probably one of her biggest struggles was not having a child. But that wasn't part of her motivation. So without ever asking for what she needed, and in laying down her concerns uh, for this, this person that she met, the Lord took care of her as she took care of another person. And if she was only interested, think about it, if she was only concerned with her own struggles, uh, with her own anxieties, she might have missed out on this uh, life-giving friendship that she found. And from what the Lord provided for her, child, everything she was hoping for. And I think it's important uh, to sometimes remember this great tendency that we all have to, to be totally occupied you know, by our worries about all the needs and the responsibilities and everything that needs to happen in our lives. And we worry and we rethink what just happened. And we worry about what needs to happen next. But worrying only makes us feel alone. It can only make us feel like it's all on us. And frankly, it puts more pressure on our shoulders than we're meant to have because God wants to do it all. So letting go of our concerns so we can be available for others allows God the freedom to tend to our concerns. And looking for God in others' lives allows him to enter more deeply into ours. Because part of the great Christian mystery is looking for God in unexpected places. And this can mean something as simple as looking for what he is doing in the lives of our family, our spouse, our brothers, our sisters, our friends, what the Lord's cooking up in our community here at Sebastian's. Not literally cooking. And this can be something as simple as looking for the gifts in people who are different from us and seeing hope and potential in those around us who are poor, you know, in those who are addicted, in those who are imprisoned, and especially the people that we may find undesirable. Because sometimes the Lord is just waiting to give us a great gift in those that we, that we don't normally look at. And always seeing the people that we encounter every day. Because we have to trust that God puts us into other people's lives for reasons. And God puts other people into our lives for very personal reasons. If we would only look up and open our eyes to the, the random grace that the Lord is just waiting 
to give us through others and bring us together. And this is why Jesus tells us, whoever loses their life for my sake, which is to say, for the sake of others, they will find it. And if you rally around another person to build them up, the Lord will build you up without you even knowing it. And when you take your eyes off your struggles, lay down your worries, in order to help another person carry their cross, it's then when Jesus will carry our cross for us. So, let's just look around. Let's look for hope in others. Let's look for promise in other people. And look for God's love in others. Because when we do, we find God.